Shavua Tov, today we'll be studying the fifth chapter of Hilchot Korban Pesach. This chapter deals with Pesach Sheni and who is eligible uh, to bring Pesach Sheni and the details around Pesach Sheni. And just to give a little bit of context around Pesach Sheni, the Torah mentions in Parashat Peha Alotecha that when the Jewish people were in the desert after leaving Mitzrayim, that the Jewish people, um, Am Yisrael, did the Korban Pesach on the 14th of Nisan, as they were instructed to by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, there, at this time, there were a few people who were Tamemet. Chachamim teaches that these were the individuals who were carrying the bones of Yosef. And these people who were Tamemet weren't able to bring, um, to bring the Korban Pesach on the 14th of Nisan. And so they approached Moshe and Aharon, and they said that they... they they are tamemet, and they they would like to bring the korban. However, they were they were unable to um, because again they were tame. And Moshe um, says, Moshe says, wait here and let me um, let me see what Hakadosh Baruch Hu will instruct me uh, to do in regard to this situation. So what Hakadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe is that anyone who is tamemet. Or bederech rechoka, somebody who is an, in a distant journey and is unable to do the korban pesach at its proper time, can bring the korban pesach a month later on the fourteenth day of Iyar on the afternoon, um, and they must bring it with matzot and merurim. And if anybody remembers, um, throughout the Torah there are similar situations for which there was there was something or a situation that came up. And um, the people approached Moshe, and Moshe addressed this situation. Um, three other examples are the Mekalel, Mekoshesh uh, Etzim, and Benot Selafhad. All of all of which, there, all all of all of all of these um, situations did not have um, a. There was not a law. There was not a prescription for for what arose, um, and Moshe Rabenu. Um, had the ability to communicate with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu what to do. This, this is significant because it shows the Torah Shebe'atpeh, the, the oral law, um, as a live, dynamic process responding to, um, to dinim mufla'im and, and uh, laws that, that were hidden and that just arose um, that occurred at that, at that time. And with that, we'll begin the, um, the fifth perik of Hilchot Korban Pesach. Halacha Aleph. Mishayat Tameh Bishat Shechitat Pesach. Somebody who was Tameh during the time of the slaughtering of the Korban Pesach. She'en Shohatin Alav. That the Korban Pesach is, is not, the Korban Pesach is not slaughtered on his behalf. Or if a person was far away and could not make it to the Beit HaMikdash to bring the Korban Pesach. Or he was prevented from bringing the Korban Pesach for another reason. Or if he did not bring the Korban Pesach unintentionally. And he did not bring the Korban Pesach on the first go-around, on the 14th of Nisan. This individual has the ability, and not the ability, he has the obligation to slaughter the, the, slaughter the Korban Pesach 
on the 14th of the second month, which is the month of Iyar, after Hatzot in the afternoon. Pesach the slaughtering of this Korban Pesach, Mitzvat it is an independent positive precept. Vedoha et Shabbat, and it supersedes and overrides Shabbat. And the, the Pesach Sheni is not a makeup of the, of the first go-around, rather it is an independent holiday, an independent mitzvah. Therefore, one is liable for karet if they fail to do so. Ketzad, how, how exactly is, does this apply and is one liable for karet? Um, if he didn't bring it on Pesach Sheni, somebody who um, unintentionally uh, or was prevented from bringing the Korban Pesach on the first uh, go-around, if he purposefully and intentionally did not bring the Korban Pesach on the second go-around, which is on the 14th of Iyar, he is liable for Karet. And if a person um, was uh, prevented from bringing the Qur'an Pesach on the second go-around, or uh, he forgot, patur, he is exempt. Hezid, he is exempt, and he is obviously not liable for karet. Hezid, somebody who purposefully did not bring the Qur'an Pesach on the first go-around, he is obligated to bring it on the second go-around. And if he did not bring it on the second go-around, even if he did it, he forgot unintentionally on the second time, on the sec- on, on Pesach Sheni, this person is liable for because this individual had the ability to bring the Korban Pesach on the first time, but he purposefully did not do it on the first time, um, and he forgot on the second time, he, di- he didn't bring the Korban Pesach at its proper time on the, on the first, uh, first go-around, and as he, was, um, as he did it purposefully, and he did it intentionally. Therefore, he is Hayab Karet. However, somebody who was Tameh, or was um, a distant journey and did not bring it, bring the Quran Pesach on the first time. Even if he purposefully did not bring the Quran Pesach on the second go around, he is not liable for Karet. As he was exempt from bringing the Pesach um, on the first go around, uh, he, he was exempt from Karet. From bringing the, he was exempt on the first go around, and obviously him being exempt exempts him from karet. So, to clarify, previous in, in the previous portion of halacha bet, we were talking someone who is, um, someone who forgot or um, or did not bring the korban pesach on the first go around for any reason other than being tameh or derechukah. If he did it purposefully and didn't bring it on the second time, his hayav karet. If he did it, if he forgot on the second time, he's patur. However, if he purposefully did not bring it on the se- on the first time, and he and did not and he did not bring it on the second time, he's hayav karet. However, as we just mentioned, somebody who was tameh or derech hakad, this does not apply, as they were exempt. Um, they were exempt on the first uh, on the first round from karet. So if they did not, if for whatever reason, I- even if they did not bring the 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 
Pesach, if they didn't bring Korban Pesach on Pesach Shani purposefully, they are exempt from Karet. Somebody who was Bederech Lachukah and um, the Korban Pesach was slaughtered on his behalf and the dam, and the blood was poured on his, beach, on his behalf as well. The, even if he arrived, um, even, if, even if he arrived that evening, the korban for him was not accepted, and he is obligated to bring. Um, a, he is obligated in bringing the korban pesach on pesach sheni. Halacha David. Tamesha yacholiter be pesach rishon shelo taval ella yashav betum ato ad she avar zeman korban. Vehen arel shelo mal ad she avar zeman korban hare ze mezid barishon. Somebody who was tame, who was who had the ability to become tahor on on pesach rishon on the first pesach. However, he sim he stayed and remained in his tumah and did not go to 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 dip in the mikveh um, until um, after the time passed for uh, the, the for the pesach to be brought, and so too an uncircumcised individual who did not um, do brit milah until the time to bring the korban pesach passed. They are. Um, they they are considered as to be mezid. They are considered to be intentionally um, not bringing the korban pesach in Nisan. Therefore, if they did not bring kor the, the korban pesach on pesach sheni, even if they um, forgot and and may and, and forgot and didn't bring it for whatever reason, they are still liable for karet because they purposefully ignored. And did not uh, fulfill their obligation um, on uh, Pesach Rishon on the 14th of Nisan because they had the ability to either go to the mikveh or they could have um, done Berit Mila. Halacha he. Keshem Shemilat Asmo Me'akevetoto Mila Asot Pesach. Just as the failure to circumcise oneself prevents him from bringing the Korban Pesach, Kach Milat Banav Ketanim Umilat Kol Avadav. Ben Gedulim, Ben Ketanim, Me'akevet Oto. So too, the failure to circumcise um, his, his children who are minors and his, all of his servants, including um, Evet, an Evet Kenani, a Kenani servant, whether they are minors, whether they are adults, um, this also prevent, this prevents him as well from bringing the Korban Pesach. Shinne'emar, as the Torah states, the Torah says you, um, an individual must circumcise all um, the males um, who, are in, who, are, who are part of his household and then he can bring the Korban Pesach. And if he slaughtered the Korban Pesach prior to them being circumcised, the Korban Pesach is invalid in his Pasul. So too, um, the dipping in the mikveh for the sake, uh, the dipping of female non-Jewish servants in a mikveh also prevents him from bringing the korban pesach. And we know this from um, from the oral tradition that we have that um, that dipping um, female non-Jewish Jewish servants is equivalent to um, to um, to circumcising male servants. A, in regards to a minor, and milat avadav utvilat shif hotav me'akevet oto milehim manot al pesach. The um, circumcising of his servants and the dipping of his female servants in a mikveh 
does not prevent him from being enumerated um, onto a korban pesach with a habura shene'emar v'chol eved ish, as the Torah states, every servant of a man lehosi et hakatan. This teaches us that minors are excluded uh, from this obligation to have their um, male servants circumcised and their um, their female servants uh, dipped in the mikveh in order to um, bring the korban pesach. So a minor who has um, uncircumcised and um, undipped female uncircumcised male servants and undipped female servants um, may be um, enumerated on a korban pesach with another habura. Somebody who is a convert who converted between um, Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, so between the 14th of Nisan and the 14th of Iyar. So to a minor who became of age between the 14th of Nisan and the 14th of Iyar, they are both are uh, they are both li- obligated to bring a to bring the korban pesach on the 14th of Iyar on pesach sheni patur and if um, a korban pesach was slaughtered on their behalf on the first 14th of Nisan pesach rishon they are exempt from bringing it on pesach sheni halacha het nashim shenidhu shenidhu women whose obligation was postponed to pesach sheni. Ben mipene haones veshegaga, ben mipene tumave derech rehoka. Whether it was because they, uh, they um, were had a, they were prevented from bringing um, the korban pesach at its proper time, or if they forgot, or if they were tameh, or if they were bederech rehoka. Hare pesach sheni lahem reshut pesach sheni for them is optional. Rasu shohatim. If they wanted to bring pesach sheni. They they are more than welcome to, and they can bring the pesach sheni, and the and it is slaughtered, and, and they and they can bring the pesach sheni. Rasu and shohatin. If they did not want to, they don't have to bring pesach sheni. Levigach and shohatin alehen bifne atzman b'shabbat b'pesach sheni. Therefore, the the pesach sheni is not slaughtered on their behalf on Shabbat on the fourteenth of Iyar. Aval im ha'etah isha achat mibene chavura mutar. However, if um, a woman was a member and was enumerated with um, another habura, they are the habura is allowed to do, bring pesach sheni on Shabbat because the other members provided that the other members are men in the habura, um, they can um, bring the his the, the man's obligation um, supersedes as we mentioned the man's obligation. Uh, bring the Pesach Sheni on the 14th of Iyar supersedes Shabbat and if a woman is enumerated in a Habura with men um, the Habura can bring the Korban Pesach on Pesach Sheni if it falls out on Shabbat Ezo hi derech rechoka what is considered derech rechoka being on a distant journey Hamisha in this obviously exempts somebody from bringing Korban Pesach on the first uh, the first round on the 14th of Nisan Hamisha asar mil the what is the definition of for the purposes of Pesach Sheni is um, 15 mil outside of the walls of Yerushalayim. Every mil is about is two is 2,000 amot, which is about one uh, kilometer. So about 30. 
Yes, 30,000 amot or 15 mil is considered derech lechuka from the walls of Yerushalayim. Mi shehaya ben halachatet, mi shehaya beno uven Yerushalayim yom arba asar im aliyat hashemesh hamisha asar mil oyater. Somebody who was 15 mil or more outside of the walls of Yerushalayim at dawn on the 14th of Nisan, they are considered as being if there was if he was closer um, than this uh, if he was closer than this uh, if he was closer than uh, 15 mil um, on the uh, on the on the at dawn on the 14th to the walls of Yushaim he is not considered to be um, on he is not considered to be as he can arrive to Yerushalayim um, after um, after Hatzot if he is walking comfortably not walking too fast or too slow if he um, went on his way and he did not arrive to Yerushalayim because the an- because uh, because he was delayed, um, possibly by the animals trying to squeeze through the crowds to enter Yerushalayim. It was it was if you can imagine, um, all of Am Yisrael would arrive um, on on uh, on Pesach um, to bring the korban, and there was a lot of hustle and bustle through the streets. It's very possible that a person can be delayed, a person who is traveling can be delayed when trying to um, when trying to make. Uh, make the time to bring the korban Pesach. Or shaya birushalayim vaya chole beraglav velo higiyal azara ad shavar zaman korban. Or if a person are even arrived to Yerushalayim, but he got injured in his his legs or his feet, and he did not re- reach the azara only until after the time passed for him to bring the korban Pesach. Hareze anus veino beder chokah. He is considered anus, <coughs> and he um, and he is not considered to be derech rechokah. And if you remember. Um, the difference between derech hoka and anus is that somebody who who is anus, um, if he did, if he purposefully did not bring the pesach sheni, he is liable for karet, as we mentioned in halacha bet. However, if somebody was derech hoka um, and was um, and on pesach sheni uh, was shogeg or anus, he is patur from karet. Somebody who was imprisoned outside the walls of Yerushalayim. And he was promised that he, he to be released um, in the evening. Um, it, uh, it, is, it is we may slaughter on his behalf. And when he is released in the evening, he can come and eat the Korban Pesach. When does this apply? This only applies when his, the people who are imprisoning him are Yehudim, are Jews. However, if he was imprisoned um, in the hands of Goyim, we, we, do, we do not slaughter on his behalf until he is actually out and released from prison. We, ch- tend, uh, we tend to trust um, Am Yisrael uh, a little bit more than Goyim in this, in this sort of situation because Goyim may not care or may not be sensitive to the fact that uh, this individual who is in prison um, needs to bring the Korban Pesach. However, if this person was in, a, in prison by Goyim and, um, 
and the, the people slaughtered on uh, on his behalf, and he was released from prison. He can still come and eat um, from the Korban Pesach. If he was not released, However, if he was not released, he is exempt from bringing the Pesach Shani because um, the, pe- the Korban Pesach, the first time, was slaughtered on his behalf. So too, somebody who was a mourner, that the deceased has not yet been been buried, has not yet been buried. Somebody who was sick. And somebody who was old um, and not able, uh, not able to eat. Um, and when the Korban Pesach was slaughtered on their behalf, and after the, the blood was poured on the Mizbeach, they were um, they were they became Tamimet, and they are not uh, they are not able to eat the uh, the Korban Pesach. These um, four individuals, three individuals we mentioned, are exempt from bringing. The Pesach Sheni, and the reason for this is because at the moment of Zerikat Haddam, they were not Tamimet, and in theory, they had the ability to eat the Korban Pesach. That's why they are exempt from uh, from bringing the Pesach Sheni. Baruch Adonai Amen v'Amen.